welcome to Hunter's Hub Side Quest. Uh, today we are talking about Noita. Uh, or Noit. I don't know how else to say it. You guys have an idea? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna anoint ya. Anoint ya? I, I, I try to go for annoy, but it actually sounded quite holy. Yeah. Um. Wow. That, yeah. No, it works. Um, this is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Leo Riser. How you doing? I am fantastic. And co-host Vegel Tolger. Hey, how's it going? I got off of like a eight-hour stream day, so I'm doing pretty well. Wow. Um, we have like no heat in the house, so we are preparing for a freezing day. Oh, so so you might die halfway through this. Got it. Um, it's not bad yet. It's not bad yet. Um, just real quick, this is a video game book club. Hopefully, you guys played Noita with us over the uh, Christmas break, essentially over December. Um, and we're going to talk about the game and what we felt after a month. So, um, first thoughts of Noita, this, um, early access game, the first one we've ever done on the show. Uh, Leo, how did you feel going into this? For an early access game, like, I didn't run into any of that, any of those troubles you'd expect with early access. Like, it feels polished and more like they're just wanting to Mm -hmm. add more features to it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. In general, the game... It's a platformer roguelike, which I enjoy. I'm very bad at them, but I like them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're <laughs> going to get into that, how bad we were at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, VT, what did you feel about it when we first... Yeah, so first talk, impressions. I mean, it. I had never heard of this game, so I, I looked it up, and I was they, they're boasting about, you know, their every particle has its own... What physics and everything like that, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Let me hop in. And as soon as I hopped in, I really liked the feel of the initial wand you fire and sort of the the aesthetic of it. I thought it was kind of kind of cool, kind of unique. You know, it, it felt. Um, I, I like what Leo said. It felt pretty polished. Like I hopped in and everything yeah. was really smooth. That your character had a good amount of weight, like just jumping around in the first area because I hopped in just to make sure I could run it before I streamed it. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, I didn't do anything, but just not doing anything, and the very little that I did was, was pretty nice. It was a good good way to start it. Yeah, it definitely has, like, polished platforming mechanics and jumping and all that stuff. Even with the float built into your jump, mm-hmm. like the hover, mm-hmm. it's not, like, the janky platformer physics that you get out of some in early access games or intro games. They're actually, right. like, has a good jump, everything collides well, and that's important for a platformer. Yeah, I have to yeah. agree with that. I mean, it pretty much felt like whenever I jumped or glided, coasted, whatever, ran, I suppose, it was pretty intentional. Like, I knew where I was going to end up. And uh, it, it, I never had any issues with that aspect of it. Well, this game was uh, introduced to me by uh, The Wrath of Gog, one of our friends here on the show. Um, and he just dropped a trailer and said, you guys need to play this. And I'm like, uh, yes, we do. Oh, agreed. <laughs> uh, it was... It was pretty good. Um, I was excited to play it. I don't really, like, uh, Leo, I agree with you. I don't do well with these kind of games, like roguelikes and that kind of stuff. Um, For uh, reference, I have owned, um, what is it, Darkest Dungeon for the past, like, I don't know, seven years, however it came out ago. (laughs) Still never got through any playthrough of it. I own it on four different systems. Like, oh damn! <laughs> I love the game. I can't beat it. Um, <laughs> like losing in this game, right? Yeah. And it's uh, I played this a lot. Um, actually, I'm gonna pull up my 
Yeah, so I played about 20 hours of this. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Oh. And we didn't. This is one of the shorter months we've had to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was, like, dead sick a good week of it, too. Like, I could not get up. Um, it was bad. But, uh, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then I thought, it, you know, I thought I was going to, and then I kept playing. I was like, you know what? I may have died, but I'm going to go for another one. So it was a, it was a good game to sort of play while I was just like chatting on Discord or something or watching a YouTube video or something. Like it's a nice relaxing sort of like, hey, I can just sort of do a couple attempts and get, you know, get out. Of course, then you get in some intense fights and you didn't take it seriously enough and you die. Yeah, I'm surprised you said it was kind of relaxing. I'm like, I don't think any roguelite is really that relaxing. <laughs> I mean, but, like, it wasn't hard to get into either. Like, you die, you just, like, hit, yay, here's my stats, and then go again. Yeah, it's a pretty low-cost of entry. I mean, it, it's it's easy to pick up. You're absolutely right. There's not much to yeah. it. It's the what, But what little is there uh, takes a lot of uh, practice, dedication, a little bit of luck, etc. Yeah, and it, right. it's designed to, like kick you right back in because you can there's that new game button right on the death screen to just immediately kick you back in and skip a menu mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, yeah it was there was when i was streaming it there were a few times when i died like right away you know just mostly to my own fault and it was nice just being able to hop back in like okay here we go like <laughs> no none yeah. of the get set up or anything like that or go through whatever other menus like you said yeah this is going fine this Part is going of fine the- oops i shot a barrel now i'm dead yeah, yeah, there was, uh, that's kind of how the game was sold to me. It's like, look how many different ways you can die. I'm like, oh, yes, do tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. What, you can yeah. kill yourself on accident? I'm down. Fire. Yeah, pretty acid, much in the first shotgun. Immediately, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I want to see these physics particles. And there's some lanterns. So I mm. shot one down in a tiny little lantern. It exploded in a massive, just giant fireball. And I was like, what happened? I was like, oh, that's just how lanterns are, I guess. Like, they're just massive fireballs. And they let the well, ground yeah, on they're... fire for, like, 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just chill. <laughs> yeah, they're actually full of a lot of oil. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, so you can actually bust them without igniting the oil sometimes. And you're like, holy cow, how much oil was in that thing? In fact, I feel like that about you, you as a character, like, how much blood you have. You guys ever get, like cut in half or like shot in half or something and it's just like a pool of blood it's like there's more blood than like seven of me oh yeah and so as far as like pixels Same, like think, yeah. the uh, zombies and stuff that'll bleed or those like the eyeballs that'll shoot ooze out as you hit them it's just like this is oh the volume yeah. of blood that you're putting out is significantly more yeah. than you yourself this is that that concerning. was interesting to me when i was you know you get caught by one of the eyeballs the toxic eyeballs that spew out like a, a, another eyeball every other second basically and all of a sudden you're the whole area is just surrounded with acid and you're like what the heck happened like there's pools of acid everywhere from one little thing it's yeah like, jesus i mm. felt like the the scale of sort of a lot of the effects you know the, like you said the oil the ooze the acid the the fire um was was turned up to like a 12 when mm. for where I was at in the game, it should have been like a four. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I did. And I, I, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, and, and I think that's kind of sort of my biggest gripe with the game. I'll get right into that was 
that most roguelites that I played, and I've gotten, I really like them actually recently. I never thought I did. Um, I played Bloodborne mm-hmm. a few years ago, and then that really opened me up to more challenging games. Um, I, I played quite a few, and this one does something different where that it throws you in, and from the very beginning, everything is is pretty much random. Like, you're in the first level, but I came down once, and there were, like, two fire demons that just instantly killed me. And I'm like, okay, well, that was oh, that yeah. was cool. And then I did it again, and then there were, like, six shotgun guys. Like, as soon as I hopped down, I'm like, okay, I guess that's not a good run. It's, it just mm-hmm. felt like the entire time, you know, you could have an insanely difficult first level, and in really, really easy second level. It felt like there was no balancing mm. a way to ease you in. Not really ease you in, but no balancing in the game as a whole, you know? Yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. I got to the point where I could reliably, I mean, like, nine out of ten times get through the first level almost unscathed, right? Like, it got to a point where I sort of knew what was going on. The big, uh, the big caveat for, like, the fire demon that you're talking about Mm-hmm. is the fact that they die from water. Right. So they they always start you out with that water flask, and you see one of those guys, you're just like, eh, throw the water, and then, like, <laughs> boof, they're dead. Yeah. So, like, it... I think the difficulty came with the enemy types in level one, and then level two is, like, here's a little bit tougher, because, like, you get the slime eyeballs you have to fight. Mm-hmm. The ones with the purple blood, which is actually use. Um, like, those are a little tougher to deal with. <laughs> Unless you get the uh, perk of melee immunity that's fun oh i never they can't that. hurt you wow yeah you'll you're like and it can it can happen on like a, the first floor completion yeah um yeah but and you just stand there and it just can't hurt you that's awesome i had a tentacle one that would whip back with the giant tentacle squid arm thing that whip back enemies into flying that was kind of fun but <coughs> that definitely does lead me to the other gripe that i had with this game was that it didn't like I get roguelites are difficult, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they're supposed to be challenging. But this game didn't tell yeah. you... It didn't tell you shit. Excuse Mm-mm. me. It, like, it, to the point where it was like, okay, like, I get it. But I want to know what this is, and I don't want to waste it or kill myself. Do I throw this at an enemy? Do I throw this at myself? What is going on? Like, at the very start, the water. They get you a water thing. And they're like, you can toss it. And I'm like, cool. I can make a, a mm-hmm. thing of water. But they don't tell you... They tell you how to kick things, which is utterly useless in the entire game. But they don't tell you that you can spray the water to put out enemies that are on fires, you can get their gold, mm-hmm. to put out the fire demons, to do all this other stuff. So it just felt like it could have done a little bit better with item descriptions. You know, like this does this and also does this. It's like, okay, cool. Now it's up to you to figure out how to right. use it, right? Yeah. And that's where it really, like, took me back to my other roguelites and went, okay, like, those games were just as difficult as this one, but this one has the added difficulty or unfairness to me of, you they just toss you and they're <clears> like, ah, figure it out, we don't care. And I was like, eh, that, right. that's not, that's not why I play. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it goes to even yeah. like, you're saying that the kick is useless. They don't tell you any of this stuff. I spent half of it in the wiki, and it turns out that if you kick, if you're able to kick like minecarts or barrels and stuff into enemies, pretty most enemies early on will get one shot by that and drop like double gold. That's so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I no tried kicking stuff. Out. It went like a foot over, and I was like, "Oh, that was that was neat." Yeah. Well, <laughs> the it's weird. The so I figured this. I figured this out uh, just through goofing around on my own about the whole kicking thing. Or I was like, "So why would they give you this kick?" So I started playing around with it because they give you a, a, either a, a metal minecart or a wooden one in the beginning, mm-hmm. just to sort of play around with. And I figured out that the kick 
goes proportionately to where you're aiming. So if you aim at like a 45 degree angle, you kick like a god. It's like <laughs> whoosh. It just goes way out there. If you kick straight up, it'll go straight up. If you're standing on top of something, you can kick it. So like the kick mechanics are really weird, but they're actually really useful. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I and never they don't tell you that. that. Yeah. 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 I never. Ran and this into was the just for me goofing around. Yeah, you aim it with your mouse, just like you do with your shooting. Huh. You can aim the kick. You would never think and, that uh, with a kick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either until I was goofing around and did it. And I was like, oh, if I aim up, it goes up. And if I go like 45 and it like whoosh. So that was actually a strategy for me in the, the beginning of every map is they give you that cart and I would kick it at that 45 degree angle and just sort of follow it down. And I killed a whole bunch of like, you know, those little purple dudes. Oh, yeah. The little like easy ones. Yeah, uh, I killed, like, a whole score of them with a minecart once, and, like, I just, like, gathered all the money. I had, like, 400 gold, like, right in the first screen, like, $400 or whatever they, they, yeah. they use it as. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I that was one of the few times I didn't make it to the end. <laughs> oh, didn't even get to spend all that nosh. No, because, uh, well... Um, because I found a wand that had razor blades. Dude. The ones that bounce? <laughs> okay. I, yeah, so I found... The ones that, they don't bounce, they return. Yes, oh, that's, that's the, the one problem. I found. Oh my god, I was so excited, and I, I was like, because one of the really cool things is the customization and the uniqueness of the wands and what they do, right? Mm. And, mm -hmm. uh, I found that one, and it was like, gigantic razor blades, and I'm like, I found my wand, this is it. <laughs> and I sent it out, and then it came back. <laughs> And then insta death. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, I dodged like, I, it, thank God. But I'm like, I'm done oh, with this wand. I can't do it. It's I'm not using it. There's no way. <laughs> if you hit an enemy, if you actually hit something with it, they don't return. That's the thing. Because gotcha. they want you to be accurate with it. And I think there's a few different types wand. of the razor blade ones, because I had ones that didn't return, but I ran into a at a couple times that would ricochet. I had and those so too. They just yeah. bounce off yeah, walls. Those and are the suddenly smaller you're just ones, like, oh yeah. god, no, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 oh man there's there's so many self self yeah self deaths in this that it was hard to say for some reason <laughs> yeah so many accidental suicides with wands in this game it's not even funny um for instance i don't know what you're supposed to do with the spell explosion on a wand because it just explodes when i cast it <laughs> so i just there's a mechanic just, just like right explosion there's a mechanic. Yeah, I just my wand exploded. I just exploded. Oh, I did not encounter that. Thankfully, yeah, I encountered one that on shot out bombs, which was great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. trigger other spells, and so you could. That's what I killed myself with the razor blades. I got the, I got a version of the starting wand spell mm -hmm. where it just shoots the spark bolt, but mm -hmm. wherever it would hit would trigger the next spell in the chain on that wand. And that's how I killed myself with razor blades. I was thinking, oh, great, I'll put razor blades on this so they'll start out way over there. I'll be safe. And then I was screwing around getting used to it, and they started ricocheting, and I died. But I, I <laughs> bet that there's Good a bunch theory. of spells in there like that explosion that are specifically designed that they just have to go with triggered ones because that's the yeah. only way that they'll work without just killing yourself. Well, and that's something we right. should definitely point out. I mean, the wands were something I really liked about the game. I thought they were really clever. Yeah. You So you, as you traverse through the world, for the those who haven't played the game or are looking to pick it up, you can find items to pick up. Some of them are flasks. 
you know, that can bring, set oil on the ground or water or acid or something. And the other ones you can pretty much yeah. find are like wands. And wands have a bunch of different stats on them, like cast speed, cast recharge speed, um, mm. stuff like that. And spell slots. In, yeah, and primarily spell slots. So you have anywhere from like 1 to like 15 was the highest that I found. Yeah. Of Yeah, I think that's about what I found too. Pretty much covered like the whole left to right, I think is what I found, almost. Yeah. Um, and the, each like square each slot can be a spell which is really interesting because i didn't completely understand how they worked and there's no way in hell this game would ever tell you how they worked no but (laughs) i i I try to play around with it a lot in the safe area when i could get the recharge so as Mm. far as i'm understanding and you can tell me shuffles or wands can either shuffle or not shuffle spells and when they don't shuffle spells they basically go from each slot left to right and they'll just cast Mm. that spell as they go through is that correct yes yeah, I okay. spent and, I spent more probably more time in the wiki for this game than I did in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend any time in the wiki. It was all experimentation. <laughs> Same. So then there are wands that can that have a shuffle status, and so they'll shuffle whatever yeah. spell that's casting out. And I hated those because I never unless they were like a one off or something. Because I never I wanted to anticipate what I was going to do, what I was going to you know what spell is coming out yeah i didn't want to like send a bolt out or like send a shotgun when i meant to send a bolt long range or something or vice versa yeah but it was kind of cool sorry go ahead i was gonna say i just because of that i tend i tended to keep like spells in the same wands so like uh one of the one of my better runs i got like six arrow wands and i only put arrows in it and then modifiers and then that was it Mm-hmm. So it only ever shot arrows. Yeah. And it and I I, I kind of regretted putting one of the modifiers where it does a split because then it wasn't shooting straight ahead. So I was basically just going to miss a shot every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that's why I normally just stacked similar spells. So it would actually I would kind of try to go through a build of like, hey, uh, I'm doing like the spark bolt, the, the purple thing. Um I'm just gonna do a spark bolt wand, or I'm gonna to try to do a fire like a, a fiery dot wand, or the blue ball things that did like thirty damage. Did you guys find those? That rico- those are insane. ricocheted and bounced. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were cool. Uh, so stacking a bunch of those was like really good. The only problem is when you stack a bunch of things, it tends to use up more mana and recharge. So that's where it became problems for me but like that's kind of the strategy i took later on yeah uh, and i'd get down to like floor six or seven sometimes like it was uh that's pretty good i got i felt that was far it's not um oh no it's not man. i made it to uh floor three a few times and every time i got down there i was met with turrets in a anywhere from no less than eight guys who would one shot me no matter what health i had Oh, yeah, the shotgun guys. And then there's a dude that no, spawns them they, every time you hit him. They didn't have shotguns. They had, like, bombs. Ooh, oh. The bomb guys are nasty. The snipers yeah. kept getting me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it the was... snipers with a laser point. Oh, <laughs> you see yeah. that red line up here on your head, and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Boost yeah, that... away. Boost away. <laughs> and, and that ties into the balancing thing. I was like, every time I made it down to, like, the third floor, it just, like, jumped up, like, an insane amount. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't get past it. I really couldn't because I'd, I'd go somewhere, and whatever wands I had found at that point were usually shit and, or nothing, or i tried to cast them, and they'd be shuffle wands, and they'd cast something I didn't want to. But the enemies were just overwhelming at the start of that area. And the turrets oh, yeah. had a stupid amount of health. 
Did um, did you guys run into a worm? Yes, I ran into a worm no. a couple times. I killed a no, worm once. They they, they <laughs> come up in level three where you're at VT, and uh, they're giant. They're like dune worms essentially. They're like twice your height and like uh, I don't know, thirty of you long. Like Dang. it's and and they just tunnel. Doesn't matter the terrain, they tunnel. Um, <laughs> there's a perk called worm pheromones, which attract them to you. Uh, and, and the cool thing about worms is they're dangerous. Yeah. So if you get hit by them, you're pretty much dead, but they're also easy to avoid. Um, hmm. and they, they are worth a lot. And I mean, a lot of gold. Um, so like they're a really big boon and they're going to basically, uh, one of the things that I did is if like I found one, I'd make sure and go find it and kill it. Cause that's a lot of money to buy stuff for the next time, uh, next time around. If you made it to the end of that level, um, yeah. they can also traverse between levels. Yeah. Uh, I found oh, that out. That's brutal. Uh, so you can drop down one of their holes and you're like, I'm in level four. Now I was in level three. Huh. Oh, I didn't get to buy anything. I'm going to go back up and go buy stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to go back up and go through the portal. That's um, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be- An adventure. Before we get like uh, uh, too far into more one stuff, um, the aesthetics of the game is something I wanted to touch on. This is kind of where, for me, most of the, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, early access came in because it's a very simple pixel game right Mm -hmm. uh sprites and that kind of stuff now the physics and stuff and it was done really well especially like the bouncing mechanics and that kind of stuff and um when you're actually kicking things and they're actually going places they will bounce it feels somewhat believable especially if they're they're very heavy like one of the the it's kind of weird it's like you have a lot of force behind that kick to kick a metal cart but once it's bouncing around and stuff it kind of feels like it's a heavy metal cart um for some reason, uh, you as a wizard has like super legs that can kick anything. <laughs> there's like, such thing as buff wizards. Come on. <laughs> well, here there's there's another perk it calls Never Skip Leg Day that actually makes your kick more powerful. Oh, uh, that was fun. Um, <laughs> but your kicks don't do melee damage. I figured that out the hard way. Yeah. You got mauled to death by. Ooh. Yeah, that's nuts. That's too bad. Anything. Yeah. Even the stuff with guns will beat the crap out of you in melee range. Um, yeah. yeah, I like But yeah, so like the aesthetic is just very pixelated and that kind of stuff. But I think that's okay. I think that works for this. Yeah, it was the direction they chose, and I, I thought it was fine. I thought I liked I liked the aesthetic because of they committed to it. I would have liked a little more variation in some of the appearance of some like the zombies. Because sometimes mm-hmm. at a distance or something in my peripheral, is hard to tell them apart from the shotgun ones to the normal ones or whatever the bomb ones um right but other than that no i thought it was pretty it was it was the aesthetic was was good it was it was fun right like the spells and everything were extremely colorful and stood out which was what mm-hmm. you would want in them right and they're really they had their the spells carry their own weight with uh just with the visuals alone which was really great right um the i think the some of the spells like did you guys ever find like the welding laser spell I no. found one of the mining spells that just like has the little ball in front of you and you can use it to just dig. Yeah. So there's, there's two variations of that. There's a sparking one. that looks like a chainsaw and there's a, um, there's a green one. It's sort of like 
a little laser that just sort of bzz, yeah and I, that's like, the one goes that I found. Hmm. That I don't know why they're there other than maybe get <laughs> make get some shortcuts or there's some secrets that are behind like trapped in walls and stuff especially in level two there's a lot of uh, extra health uh, like uh, maximum health increase in these little pockets. Yeah, I was constantly finding those as well as chests behind walls, so I always made sure to keep a uh, a wand on me that yeah. was good at destruction because I think that's a whole part of yeah. it too. Is they want you to blow up, you know, part of their world to see a lot of the physics that go in there. It usually resulted in just way more destruction <laughs> than I ever would have wanted. I'm um, just gonna put this bomb yeah, here. The way it's it going was, to be fine. I it's only guess. gonna blow up in the oh, there was oil that I didn't see. Who? It's all on fire. <laughs> Yeah, there was oil, there was everything slime, there was, there was is on fire toxic and gas, acid. and then oh, the you know the a tiny a tiny lantern just lit the entire world on fire. And I yeah, don't know, uh, so this is fine. using the the chainsaw one in particular, it goes out a little further. It's a little more reliable in cutting th- through things. Um, I actually discovered quite a few secrets that way. Um, so the first one that I huh. discovered is that did you know underneath every shop there's a crystal yeah. in a little room? Yeah, I saw that. I, but I didn't did. want to mess with it. Don't I break didn't know that what crystal. Was going on with it. Doesn't it like keep the worms um, away or some nonsense? That's what I figured. Uh, it. I don't know exactly what it does, but it wasn't good. Uh, so I had I had beaten level two, and one of the options to buy was a wand that had the chainsaw thing on it. Um, I was like, oh, cool, cool. I'll just sort of dig down and finally see what's down there. And it's just a crystal on a pedestal. I was like, can I get it? Nope. Can I get it with, like, E, like where you pick up a potion or something? Nope. Hmm. What am I supposed to do with it? So then I hit it. Might, it breaks, and then it says well we're it. no longer protected. <laughs> And I'm like, what? So then, like, I go, I, I buy my thing. I'm a little worried, uh, or get my perk. And, of course, the perk <laughs> has, like, the blood spill everywhere, which I don't really know why. But I get my perk, and I go down, and it, it's into level three. And level three can be brutal off the bat anyways. But, um, yeah, there was, like, 50 enemies waiting for me when I jumped down. <laughs> and I was like... I'm going to go at him with the chainsaw. I took down at least 10. Like it was like, and it was bloody because that chainsaw does that thing (laughs) where there's too much blood. Like, it's just like, just like the blood goes nuts with that chainsaw thing. Yeah. Um, so like that was fun, but like never again. The other thing I found is I drilled up into the surface with one. And do you guys go up on the surface? I ran across the surface hmm. at the start of a run once and found a spot that has one of those little, like, tablets that you can pick up and has some, mm-hmm. like, little bit of lore flavor on it and you can throw at things. Yeah. That's also, incidentally, Which, when I got eaten by a worm. N- yeah. Yeah, I had... Were those tablets anything? Because it what, seemed like yeah, they were Yeah, I, I found two. Like, I don't From know. From what I looked up, I, yeah. all they are nice to get is more information you on pick those. them up. There's some text on them about like lore in the world, and they're useful for throwing at things. But even in the wiki, there's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Cool. So they're utterly useless. Gotcha. Again, one of the things <laughs> would have been like, don't pick it up. Like it shouldn't have been something you even pick up. You mm-hmm. walk across it. It displays the lore, which it does, and then you leave it there. Because I was like beating the hell out of it. I was throwing mm-hmm. it into like water, like wondering if it would heal me or something. Because mm-hmm. the one I found was like talking about healing. Mm-hmm. 
like, ah, what the heck is going on? <laughs> well, just um, a bunch of time. my journey to the surface was different. Um, I got up there and then I started walking right just forever. And it's actually, there's stuff there. Okay. Uh, there's not enemies at all. Um, yeah. So I actually ended up getting out of the mines, and I actually hmm. area transitioned uh, into the desert. So then I was dealing with jumping over cactuses and stuff. And then I came up to a giant pyramid. And I was hmm. like, okay. And I could see inside at the top of the pyramid, once I climbed it, was this orb. So I picked up uh, this orb. So I drilled into the top of the pyramid. I picked up this orb, and it... Uh, shortly after, yes, oh. actually, uh, because it gave me this special ability where I shot poison all around me in a 360 every couple seconds. Uh, it oh. was fun. That's not what for a minute. Um, I realized it was hurting me and then giving me the the poison status with the uh the you know the little teardrop on your icon. You're basically soaked in poison and. And then um, yeah. I eventually just died from it, <laughs> but uh, it was my longest run. It was 15 <laughs> minutes because like t- 13 or 12 minutes of it was me walking to the right through like these and em- like they were like they were rendered. They had like terrain and stuff. There was just no enemies. And actually I could see enemies down below uh, when they were close enough to the surface, but I never... Right, but I just yeah, wanted so to see what was out there. you could have made your way down at any time. Uh, and I also found one of those lore tablets along with that sphere of whatever mm-hmm. I, I got. And it's like, uh, and the thing I got actually didn't have a name. It actually just had three question marks. Um, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I found something. That, that's really cool. Um, so I enjoyed that. Like, the exploring part, hmm. what I actually got to, was very good. Like... Um, they didn't have to do anything that could have been like, yeah, you're outside of the bounds of the game. We're just going to kill you. Like, I feel like most other games would, would have just done that. Been like, or just like, here's an impenetrable wall. Ta-da. Like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that, but I look at it from the other side of it. That's cool. They added that, but I look at it as like, okay, well, you just made me walk 15 minutes and I found this thing that's eh, going to kill me. I, yeah, I could have taken yeah, it that way. I friendly, <laughs> when I first died, I definitely felt that, but <laughs> I was just so amazed that I had found something out there too. Cause like, I don't know about you, but like, remember back in the day, like the N64 games, you'd go out of bounds. You're like, what am I doing here? And it was always nothing. Right. Like, it's always like, like, I mean, there's all these like, yeah. you know, yeah. urban legends of what's out on the other side. Uh, and what was it? Uh, Mario Galaxy. They had like the the watchers or whatever. The the crazy shadow people watching in from certain uh, maps and stuff yeah. that people had all these theories <laughs> about. And like, it was so cool to be like, actually, there's something out there. It doesn't do anything, but there's something out there. And uh, Banjo Kazooie did that very well with the Easter eggs <laughs> and the that were actual Easter eggs and the ice key that they used later on in banjo Tooie, Um, but like, (laughs) like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I thought it was cool, you know, having played those games way in the past and being like, Oh, finally there was a reason to do it. It killed me, but it was something like, (laughs) yeah, I liked, uh, at the start, 
a few times I would go back and there were a few yeah. enemies to the left. And eventually I did run into, not eventually, it was only like two minutes of walking. You, you come into an impenetrable wall or whatever and there's nothing there. But usually on the way I'd find like a yeah. health up or, or, or a wand or something would be over there, which was kind of cool. Like double back, then head into the cave often was usually my strategy. Okay. Yeah, I did that a couple times, but I, I never, I, I normally just found just going straight down was my favored strategy after kicking the minecart down yeah i uh, then kick and <laughs> then really. kicking it however i could because i just liked kicking things once i figured it out uh <laughs> it was fun <laughs> yeah i liked kicking barrels and explosive boxes too that got me in trouble a couple oh, times dude, i was gonna say yeah that's that's dangerous those explosions i mean again they cover the entire screen sometimes mm-hmm. it's too i felt like at t- sometimes it was it was a bit much You'd have those chain reactions that just <laughs> And everything everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But you know, 420 you did mention something earlier about the acid statuses, mm-hmm. and that was something that um, they at least do tell you in the game. Yeah. One thing they actually do lend if you pull up your if you pull up your menu, your inventory, and you can look at like you because as you traverse through those different types of aqueous liquid things that you come across, like blood or the pink ooze or acid mm-hmm. or oil or water, um, and so you can basically how it works which I thought was actually kind of clever was you have a certain percent of your body that's covered in whatever liquid that is. And each one has a different thing. Like if you got drenched in water, you'd be more immune to fire. If you got drenched in blood, you'd have a higher crit chance, which yeah. is really neat. I really liked how those worked. And I'm like that they actually, you know, told you about it. Um, but it would have been nice earlier on to know that you can actually manipulate it a little bit with some of the flasks as opposed to just tossing them, like I said, with the water. You know, you can spray them everywhere else, too, to make yourself like a pool of, of blood or <laughs> make yourself a pool of water right. to coat yourself. Because that's what I found out doing a lot was, okay, I'd, you know, shoot a little bit of a, a hole just so my character could finish so I could get, you know, more drenched in blood or water or something so I'd be more resistant. I think that was kind of a, a interesting way to counteract the difficulty of it. Yeah, yeah. The, the soaking mechanic was neat, and like you'd get coated in the poison and stuff, and you'd be running around looking for a, a pool of blood or water somewhere, or even oil that you could just jump mm-hmm. in to stop taking off. that damage over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was clever. Uh, and that's why they always put pools of water in every exit too. You'd go into the exit portal for the level, and then there's always two pools of water right That's there true. so that you could wash off. <laughs> <laughs> and I always did. And just, t- yeah. just you got to take a quick dip, you know? Uh, I remember I got in, I had Oof. like two health left from like acid. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm, I need it. And I jump in and I'm like, yeah, ah, and I all the little goldfishies are there checking sad. me out. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally killed them once and that was... That was bad. Yeah, that was me yeah, testing. I to go back to the wands, wands for a second yeah. because they had some really interesting <laughs> um, things that I wish were done better, mm-hmm. like a lot better. Like I wish they just explained the wand mechanics instead of having you yeah. have to try it out or at least want to try it out, right? Because there were you go to the shop um, at the end of each level or whatever it's called, and there's like five spells you can buy there sometimes or five wands or something. But I want if I'm buying spells. Like, I don't know what the spells do. Yeah. It just says the name. It's like, well, that doesn't help me at all. Like, at least give nope. me a description so I yeah. know what I want to buy. That just seemed foolish because it made me not want to play more. Because it's like, well, I have to play so many times to figure out what all these do. But mm. I don't know which ones I want. Maybe one's good, maybe one's bad. And there's so many different ones, it seemed, that I was just like, God, it's just daunting. Like, it was like, I'm never going to figure out. Because I usually only buy one or two what I wanted. And then they had the interesting 
modifiers, which we mentioned earlier about like triple shot, double shot, arc shot, uh, trigger, stuff like that. Mm. And the most confusing thing to me was how those worked. Yeah. And I still don't know. I don't know. Was it the next, if you put a triple shot in a spell slot and you had three slots after it, did it triple shot or did it fire off those three spells? I think it triple shots the first time. And then, because it, it only affects like the one before it or it's, after it. Or not, there's like no that. way it ever to know that. Because it. even if you set it up, and, it, right. it, so to be the, it, it will still fire off yeah, something. And I, right. I never knew it. Because I would put it first and it would still fire off something. But yeah, that was the most annoying yeah. thing to me because I, I really wanted to like set up a triple shot and then like a trigger. I wanted to make like a multiple chaining spell, right? The, the best I got was an arc bolt, which is the standard shooting spell. Um, that would trigger into a shotgun blast. I'm like, okay, well, I want to have mm-hmm. it like shoot off and then trigger into like a triple shot, and each yeah. one of those trigger into something else. But I th- don't even know if that was possible or how to set that up. I, they really needed to do a better job, at least the like in the right. first level of explaining how that worked, because that's the replay value. That's making cool wands making awesome spells and combos and they make it easier but if they never explain that if they never go into detail about Mm -hmm. you know just how to make a basic wand or something how the mechanics somewhat work it just really turned me away from the whole system in general yeah like that's the problem with with some roguelikes is they and this one is guilty of it is they part of the replay value is trying to get you to run through it again just to figure out information rather than okay here's the intention of how this works now keep running until you can kind of get what you're wanting to get or know what you're doing enough to go through but with these ones they're just like half the replay is oh you didn't know that you this spell will kill you unless you have it linked to another spell but it's useless on its own well Guess you learn, and now, you know, 50 runs yeah. in the future, when you run into that spell again, you'll know to hold on to it until you find a trigger spell. Or right. some nonsense. Like, and, and that's why I like Into the Breach so much, is because Into the Breach is very close to perfect information. So it ends up being more of a mm-hmm. puzzle sure. of a roguelike yeah. than um, random chance. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that is the biggest problem that I have with this is... And what I have with a lot of games in general, like they use the procedural generation as a selling point and the, what is in there is good. Like the whole, every pixel is simulated so that every type of thing can have some interaction with every other type of thing. Like that's, that is great. Mm. It lets you do the stuff like mining through walls and up to wherever. And you can have that, you know, you mine upwards and end up on the surface and go over for 10 minutes and you eventually might run into something that was generated that has a treasure in it. But there's no that if you take it too far then you lose any intention in the game and then it's just mm-hmm. on the whim of this could be great or this could kill you in five seconds and hope you want to keep running into it until you find that like middle ground sweet spot of this is playable and nothing has gone too wonky sideways in one other direction or the other and you find some things that you can actually use to get through the first couple um get through the first couple levels and get yourself set up. And if you Mm. don't get that, well, too bad, try again. And we're not going to give you any information to even give Mm -hmm. you the, or to keep you informed on what is and isn't going wrong or what you 
are going for. <laughs> you just have to figure it out as you go and hope that you have the memory of a Wikipedia article to make sure that it all goes through. <laughs> like I was wiki warrioring this thing so much because one, I only had so many, so much time to play. And two, mm. like there were so many times where it's like, okay, well, is this the spell that does this or this? Oh, this is, you know, this is this version of the Sawblade spell. There's like three different versions of that same one. Yeah. And it, how they change can vary drastically as in the, well, is this the one that ricochets or is this the one that boomerangs? Because one of those is very different in how it's going to kill you from the other one. <laughs> and yeah. it just... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. I really would have yeah. wished, like I said, they really needed more information. And what there's... In my mind, there's kind of two type of types of roguelites. Like, there's, there's the kind like this that you go in, you give it your best... You die, you restart. Entirely unique. Every yeah. run yeah. is... It, this is not sound... Yeah. It's entirely unique, but it's also the same, right? You start with the same thing, you know, whatever you find yeah. in the way is is what you find, you know? And then there's the other type of roguelites where you not only gain experience each time, like, just, you know, actual learning um, each time you go through it, but you also get a yeah. little bit back, like you get a little bit of, of something to take with you next time, whether that's in, in you keep to keep your gold or you can yeah, like new starting upgrades for your yeah, character like or something to make it a little and easier. Like and those, yeah, and those are the type of roguelites in my mind and and to in my idea for the general public are the ones that are successful because mm. they're still really difficult, like they're still very challenging, but they give you just enough to think that you've got a better shot at the next run. So you're like, oh, but I have this now. It gives me one percent crit chance. Right. I'm going I mean, for it. Right. Even like Fort was saying, he's got what <laughs> but, four different versions of Darkest Dungeon, without having ever been yeah. it. Like that one, yeah. you have that ability you, to I, have intention. Partially yeah. because yeah. I suck at it. I mean, I'm just <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna defend the game a bit there. That's fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> but also in Darkest Dungeons thing, one there, it gives you yeah. a lot of information. It gives you a lot of leeway. Yeah. Like, this game doesn't give you any leeway. There's a lot of times mm -hmm. where if you mm -hmm. screw up even a little bit, you're screwed. And then you're kicked yeah. all the way back. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like and like I said earlier, it's a lot of other roguelites will kind of, the first level, will only do, you know, these enemies and there's a maximum of how many there can be or something like that in each room and whatnot. This one, it didn't yeah, seem like those rules are out like the window. The eyeball spawners you know? in that first area or like you were saying, the fire demons, mm -hmm. and you're just wrecked. And if you, uh, they do gate some enemies to different. Yeah. Oh. They they do gate some enemies, yes. But it, it to me it just felt like you need the combo of number and the type, and they only had the type, mm -hmm. and it just like sometimes I just felt like there was just no way I was getting through this. Right. It, it, it was, it was, out of I think I played eight or nine different roguelites, and I think this was my ninth one in the past few years. Mm. That I've you know it put actual time into as opposed to just looked at on YouTube. <laughs> um, and I think this was the one that was the most disheartening to go back and do a new run because I never felt like I was getting anywhere. Mm. You know, like I knew what to do, but it's like I know I, I I can do this. But when I come across five enemies, they're all shotgunning me from across the map, and their you know their mm. projectiles carry the same velocity throughout the thing and damage. It's like God, it just doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere. And I the, think that's uh, where this game really suffered for me, at least. The 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 worst enemies that I ever ran across were the other magic users, the other wizards. Did you guys ever find those? I never ran. Oh those. yeah, 
Yeah, I killed him as yeah, I killed him as quick. There was one in the first area. I I burned yeah, him to death. <laughs> they're not fun, and they have a lot more health than you. I assume. Yeah. Um, oh, they're brutal. Um, they they can get <laughs> they can get really tough. Um, I think I only ever killed one. Uh, and then most of the other times they would kill me cause they like, they just had a better wand. Um, I think the, uh, the one I killed, I ended up really cheesing cause he was kind of stuck and I just stood there and shot him till he died. And I was like, finally <laughs> I get to see what they have. And I took his wand and then basically they have a decent amount of gold. I think it's like 50, $50 worth or something like that. It's quite a bit for like one enemy. Mm. Um, but uh, that was not the strangest enemy I've ran across, though. Um, do you guys run across? The, uh, I think they're in. They start in level three. Actually, no. You can find fire ones in level one. Even they're basically the flying skulls. Oh yeah. That when you shoot them, they sort of fire crack. Yeah, they do. Things. They they light the entire screen on fire. They turn everything yeah, into a they hazard. It's are... ridiculous. They are really bad, and they're, they're worse in level three because the ice slows you down Oof, and you drop. Yeah. So like you can't you can't fly anymore, which which means you're going to get shot by the other things in the area or whatever. Um, I think those were probably some of the worst things I ran across was the whatever firecracker skulls is what yeah. I'll call them. Um, the turrets I, that you mentioned before, the I those learned are probably that really bad. The turrets uh, can fire about three times as fast as you, and they have about nineteen times the health. <laughs> I don't. I. I. After my first encounter yes. with turret, turret, I wouldn't fight it. I refused to fight turrets because there, there's no winning. You can't do it. They they snipe you from super far away. They'll hit you twice in one shot, you know, and twice one go, and and they take so much to yeah. kill. Yeah. Uh, I surprise them and drop a bomb on them. And yeah, run away. yeah. Sucks when they're that above you and attached to a ceiling, though. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's true. Then yeah. you just don't. More bother. often than not, I would like, run I into get, a I get turret, that. and I okay, let's um, go the other way. Then I, I'm just not going to explore that way. That's fine. And then I go the other way, and there's like the horde of enemies that I always run it would run into, and the enemy spawners within the horde of, of enemies, and it's like yeah. All right, so we're done here. Got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um one of the so like uh i was gonna suggest this uh what are some of the funniest ways you guys died because i think that was a perk of this is occasionally the deaths were just funny or they were so uh at least that's what it was to me they were so abrupt and hilarious at times that i was yeah. just like okay i couldn't help but laugh at it um for me I got one of the perks that whatever you were huh. standing on become became electrocuted. Um, so like I would jump into water and I was immune to that electrocution. So like I would jump into water with something and kill everything in it because I electrocuted the water or I would step on a piece of ground and around me would become electrocuted. Um, I actually got really far with this passive. I think it's one of the runs I got to like level seven or whatever. And I didn't do a lot of shooting. I did a mostly, <laughs> I'm going to jump beside you and kill you uh, with the electrocution. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. But that run ended abruptly when um, I was sort of jumping around and going kind of fast and not paying Ooh. attention and landed on a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and it electrocutes the bomb, yep. which then blew up and then killed me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have 
uh, had a spell that is electrocution that is very powerful. Whatever <laughs> for whatever reason, electricity is like highly damaging in this game. Whenever you run across it, uh, I was standing in the water and I shot it and it hit the water and I died. <laughs> That's actually how Oops. I accidentally <laughs> killed the goldfish the one time. I was like, oh. Oops. Uh, and then I got further and I was like, haha, I got you. Oh, wait, I'm in the water too. Um, uh, so then, like, I died oh, that I way. I well, drowned no, I in the purple drown. goo. Right. But the purple goo, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> um, I couldn't get out. I had killed so many of the purple flying things that it was just like a, <laughs> just a lake of like purple goo blood everywhere. Like, uh, and then, like, I jumped down into it to get some gold, and then, like, the bodies were piling up on me and falling, and then, like, it kind of trapped me underneath, and I suffocated and it's, died. It's a brave but... way to go. One of my first deaths was when I didn't realize that the olive-colored liquid was oil. I thought it was, like, muddy water. Because oh, I, I, yeah. Oh, I was trying to figure out. I'm sitting on, like, a not really even a slope, just like a bump, and I'm sliding everywhere. So I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like yes. your character slides. Yeah. Like that's the only part of the physics when I'm like, this isn't right. But that besides the point, I didn't realize it was oil. I thought it was muddy water, and I'm like, I'm on fire. I need to put it out. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I blew up everything. <laughs> yeah. It was it was extravagant. It was like the 4th of July. I went down. I took everything with me, including the chest, which that's, that was how I found out chest exists. And I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to keep an eye out for those. But yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was fun. <laughs> Best one I had was just the, oh, I finally got a trigger spell that's pretty easy to like aim and trigger. Let's put the saw blades on it. And I was just mm. shooting in the, in the shop to get a feel for how it, mo- how it did. And I was always waiting mm-hmm. to get my health back up until the very last thing I did in case like one of the perks I picked up was a max HP one. So I'm sitting there at like, no health shooting these saw blades around and then one just ricochets bounces like three times and then just cuts right across where i was and i was like ah oh, i see yeah mm. well That's yeah rough. did you ever kill a flying acid thing directly above you and get oh, drenched in acid immediately because yes. that was fun uh so there th- did you guys run across the one that had th- so it, it has wings it's one of the flying acid things but it looks different it's basically a giant ball of eyes with wings. Have you seen yeah, those? And as you oh, damage yeah, it, yeah. it'll spit out the little ones. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So never get caught in that one's acid. That one's acid actually eats through the terrain and will kill you under a second if you're in its acid. Yeah. Like Oof. it's that potent. That's um, too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually one of the last times that I played yesterday how I died. I didn't get frustrated with it. It was just happen to be like okay i'll be done for now like <laughs> that's, that's enough <laughs> yeah well i mean like i mean i was doing other things i actually recently got into league of legends with my brother again so i've been playing that so nice. that like it was time to get like time for us to play together or he was ready to play or something i was just killing time till he was ready and then that's that, but that's what this game ended up being a, a good time killer and i'll probably still keep playing it honestly um because it's just a good time killer yeah um I returned it. Oh, you did? <laughs> I went through. I did. I went through the the whole kit and caboodle of trying to of getting that thing returned, and I, I successfully did because after playing it for the time that I did, I just mm. I couldn't do it. I'm like, God, this game, it, it does to me. It just doesn't value the player's time. 
you know it's it's a roguelite that just is just like valued by the hardcore players that and shunned all the other ones so it wasn't very accessible it wasn't very fun to me so i was just like all right that's, that's i see that. where you're coming from especially you're when you're talking about like you know it doesn't value your time and that kind of stuff but to me i don't take the game seriously at all right so like that's where i was just like oh yeah i'll, I'll just play while i'm watching youtube or something like I don't like I don't really give the time of day to the game to really sit there and focus on it cuz yeah it will burn you like <laughs> you will die <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no I mean and it's meant to be difficult the the biggest thing to me was if there's if it's that difficult offset right. difficulty with something right and that is supposed to be the wands and it's supposed to be you able to making like but able to make really cool how. spells and combine yeah. some of these things, but it's, that system is how random no, and it, it's so awful. I mean, if you have fifteen slots on a on a wand, you're not. I mean, you don't want to fill all those out. You want to know what you're firing off, and guaranteed, you're not going to have this. You know, the same ability to set up the same spell I got every single eight, time. And so that's uh, where I was. Eight of like, the purple ones just, it, with like, a couple modifiers, uh, and including a dual cast, and that was really powerful because it was like a machine gun. Yeah, it was like. Now, um, and it actually yeah. didn't run out of mana or recharge time. I just could sit there and shoot it, and that was a really good run. But then I died on the third level because explosions. Yeah, yeah, and and if you find those really good ones, like you actually start with two ones, and if you get if you make it through the first level and you switch the bomb wand, which has one slot with. Mm-hmm the the arc bolt or whatever it is it, it is a machine gun right away and i so i, I would yeah. always do that and it carried me for a little while until i found a better one but again i mean sometimes you yeah. got a god wand right away in level one right and then sometimes you would get to level yeah, three you picked up like yeah nothing. nothing that worked together <laughs> yeah well and half half the spells that i got more than yeah. half the spells yeah. that i got had um only so many casts you know, fi- 15 firebolts isn't going to get me very far right. on a level that's huge and, you know, you don't know where you're going, right? Like, that was another big thing. It's like, okay, like, I, if I'm supposed to destroy environments and stuff with this powerful spell as well as enemies, like, mm. it, you know, it's point and click sometimes. Yeah, like, I, I miss, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I need I need more than that. Yeah. So that was, that was another thing that really deterred me is I had some really cool spells, but the wands ended up being useless because they run out of spells halfway through a level. Right. Just stuck with the same basic thing over and over again. Like I really wanted to be able to switch between the four wands for different scenarios, but I never got the spells to do that. And the ones you you, you would get that would work well, you, you'd run out. One of, of the right, ones that um, had limited casts that I actually got a lot of fun out of is the one that creates a rain cloud. Yeah. Did you guys find that one? I did. That was a clever one. Because right. it played off of the soaking <laughs> system. Which um, well, so like uh, the fire dudes, right? The the fire. I, I like to call them genies. They remind me of Dijins from D anD D. Yeah, um, I can see it. Um, the the fire sure. genies uh, were like below me, and there was two of them, and they were just sort of bouncing around. They kind of knew where I was around, but didn't know where I was. Uh, so they were trying to look for me. And then I just cast a couple of the rain clouds and just sat there and watched as they get drenched and died. And I was like, yes. Um, uh, one of the <laughs> things that uh, that I found is there's actually lightning uh, genies. Did you guys find this? I never ran into any of the lightning ones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, no, I never this ran is, into the So remember genie. what I told you? Like Lightning Sounds seems awful. to be the most powerful element in the game. Um, finding these guys yeah. was like 
I don't. It's like I, I talked about the firecrackers being the most dangerous. These guys are the most instantaneously dangerous. Um, I the first time I found one, um, he shot at me and missed because the the bolt that he shoots at you is like a lightning ball that explodes. So it's an explosion and lightning. And it missed. It went over my head and exploded behind me. I was like, wow, that was close. And then immediately another one comes and poof, I've just popped. Blood everywhere. I'm not even a thing. I just (laughs) was like (laughs) dead. And I was like, holy cow. So the next time I ran into one, um, I was was being a little clever about it. There was a minecart nearby. I kicked the minecart at him and killed him. Like you, you were talking about you can do and get double gold out of. They have a lot of gold. So I would normally try to kick stuff mm. at them because that was a good way to oh. kill them uh, before they noticed you or something. It's just like kick and then like, okay, I got them or something like that. So that's kind of where they kind of like, I felt like the game is wanting you to think outside of the box, but they don't give you a lot of tools to get there. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. See, I, I felt the opposite a little bit because to me, every enemy felt the same. You have to kill it before it sees you. Like in other roguelites that I've played, enemies each enemy kind of has its own personality its own trick you know get close to it it'll block and then you can jump behind it or something or whatever yeah. you know or it's archer you gotta wait for it to fire and then you fire back every enemy i fought felt like you gotta get a jump on it you gotta kill it really that, fast you know that it, was a strategy for i mean it's a viable strategy for almost all the enemies right um there's a couple that had some counterplay the, the guys who throw the maltovs you could shoot the bottle back at them and it actually kills themselves in one maltov um, or yeah, yeah, and lights everything in the I world mean, on fire. Sometimes, well, yeah, I'll take the good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually right, kicked. Yeah. A, There's gonna I actually be fire kicked in the this bottle game. once and hit something else with the bottle. That was fun. Um, I think it was one of the acid things. Um, and yeah, it's definitely like one of the acid dudes. It's like find them first because the more they shoot, the more acid you're gonna have to deal with, and the more they bleed, yeah. the more acid you got to deal with. So like kill them however you can uh, like, <laughs> uh and i agree with you for the most part there's a few enemies that had some counterplay um but yeah yeah like 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 we said earlier the the dijins the fire dijins much easier yeah. just to kill with water like that was clever i like that yeah. but i never really found no. out with anything else and and again you know i didn't even know i could do that for the first few times until i accidentally right clicked when i had the water thing out and i realized i could spray it mm. i'm like are you kidding me you told me how to kick. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me how to do this. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> it would have been like well, because it starts off with the here's how to jump, here's how to move, here's how to kick, here's yeah. how to equip stuff, here's how to open your inventory, and here's how to kick. And I'm like, cool. What does right mouse do? And they're like, nothing. Like, right, <laughs> nothing. Cool. nothing. Got it. <laughs> Shut up. Why would you even ask? Yeah. Uh, right mouse. What is this? <laughs> right. Now yeah. I'm going to admit something. Honestly, didn't know you could spray the bottles until you guys talk about this. Like, I didn't. That, that's something I never See? ran across. Yep, Holy. Dude, it was fantastic because if an enemy was on fire, the gold yeah. disappears, right? If you don't get to it in time. So you spray the bottle, and it doesn't. It actually doesn't use a lot of water or whatever bottle of flask mm. you have equipped, right? And then it puts it out so you can go in there, and then you get the nice bonus of being in there as well. It, we, I used it. I'd spray it straight up to get rid of acid on myself, stuff like that. But I feel like I would have survived yeah, more. Man, it would have been the same. I would have made it through a few uh, different deaths probably. from that. Yeah. 
Like when I'm racing was, through the map yeah, and when you're, like when you're drenched, 10 health yeah. and I'm acid soaked and I can't find water. <laughs> I have the water. Actually, there was a couple times I was just like, I can't, I, I gotta, I just throw the bottle up in the air and hit, let it hit the ceiling and let it just douse me. Yeah. I'm like, well. Yeah. But yeah, then you lose the bottle. Like, you can know? find empty bottles too, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Um, oh, that's cool. That's good. Cause then you can kind of. Right. Which I never figured out how to, but like, I assume that's just a right click. Yeah. I assume that's just right click an underwater or something. No, it, it's automatic, oh. but you have to submerge yourself. So if you wanted an acid yeah, flask, that, you're that you're fiddling gonna, oh, with oh, everything awesome. you want. Like it, it feels like the Blood. game wants you to fiddle with all sorts of things, but it also doesn't give you enough to fiddle with. Like there are so right. many. Right, like you can do so it, and you're like, spells. I don't know what like, that does now. <laughs> I feel like it would have served where if they'd tightened down all of the different spells and modifiers a bit, so you were more likely to run into some of the same combinations. And then there was ways to mm-hmm. like switch between some of the modifiers on them. Like, I found in all of my runs maybe, maybe two trigger spells. But there's mm-hmm. so many things in there that want you to use a mm-hmm. trigger spell yeah. to make other things happen, or put modifiers on it's like but because there's so many and so much variety and there's so much procedural generation to it you're just like yeah and so you end up so many runs where you're just like well there's no real better way to combine the wands and spells that i've got than how they came so i guess i just picked it up and went and did it and oh i finally found this one cool way to combine them and i'm dead all right well i guess i hope in the next 10 runs i find a way to combine them again yeah, I mean, that's a huge attraction to me in games like this. I mean, because otherwise you're yeah. just, it's just yeah. point and shoot, right? But the ability to make these, well, in theory, it would have been nice to be able to make these crazy wands that do really cool spells and stuff, um, you know, with the different recharge rates and really playing out what spells you're putting in what wand. But I, the tools just weren't there. It wasn't really, it didn't feel like I was ever in control of what I yeah. magic I was using, um, or at least as much as I would like to be. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest drawback to this game was it just it it gives the the right difficulty well i mean it's a little more ridiculous with the the explosion radius and everything like that but and some of the ridiculous spawns of enemies at times but i mean the difficulty for a roguelite is Mm. there right like it's they're meant to be hard it's hard okay that aside we need something to combat it with you know it can't all just be point and click at at the end you know and by the third world you're past point and click it's strategy right but you have no tools (laughs) um there's a a couple things that i wanted to touch on before we sort of wrap up here um the the different potions do you Mm -hmm. guys find the different magic potions nope yes and i looked at the descriptions for them and half of them didn't tell me what they did so So um sometimes you could find them in giant vats just giant pillar of wood filled with these potions right um the anger Mm -hmm. potion i think is one of the more interesting because when you have the anger potion uh on you as in you have it's like the guy with a bunch of curses coming out of his mouth is what the symbol is or something um yeah a bunch of like uh symbols like like you're cursing in text. Yeah. Um, enemies will fight each mm-hmm. other. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't. I had that on me. I had no so idea that was. A if thing. you stay back, they'll fight you as much as each other. Uh, and that's huh. one of the advantages of that. Um, there was the one. Never jump in it. I don't remember. I think it's pinkish. It turns you into a sheep fly. You ever seen that? 
Nope. Oh. Yeah, nope. so it's... Nope. What's a You're sheep a sheep fly? with um, fly wings, like insectile wings, and you... F- okay, I don't <laughs> know And why you I fly asked, yeah. very okay. slowly, and you can do nothing. <laughs> However, um, if you throw it on an enemy, it also happens to them, and they become defenseless. And it doesn't matter the enemy, they become that. Yeah. Um, the... Um, there was another one. There's two different things of the sheep fly. One of them had bat wings instead of like dragonfly wings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, cooler. Yeah. <laughs> still very lethal if someone finds you in that state. Um, there was like, there was another potion and I can't remember. Oh, there's teleportation. Interesting. That one. Oh, yeah. I found a few wands with that on there. Like, it would teleport you to where the yeah, wand Yeah, if it's a hit. pool of teleportation, it's just random. Um, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I did find one of those in my first run. I had yeah, no so idea like, what was happening. Yeah, so, like, I had a wand that was just in a pool of teleportation, which means I could never get it. Because, like, I was yeah, like... that's great. I don't... I just, every time I go, I just end up somewhere new and have to fight new enemies because I, like, appeared between them. And, like, um, it was just... That one was uh, kind of sucky. And there's another potion I can't... Rem- oh, there's there's stuff like armor. So I had an armor potion where if I was standing in a pool of it, I was invincible. Like, I couldn't get hit. I did find I did find that liquid. That was that was fantastic. I would, dr- I would constantly go drench myself in the armor yeah. liquid or whatever it was. And then, uh, then go fight. Yeah, I, I had the problem <laughs> of there was a bad guy, one of the shotgun dudes, just sort of sitting in it. And I had to get past him. And he was just sitting in the armor, and I'm like, what do I do? So I ended up uh, using one of the bombs <laughs> and blowing it out so it all drained away. And then I jumped into the last bit of it, and then he shotgunned me. I did no damage, and then I killed him, and then I got through. I felt very clever for that one. Um, nice. Um, yeah, that's good. And then the last thing that uh, I wanted to mention of that is the traps. Did you guys ever find traps? I think I found one or two, they, but no, not they were um, not very common. I found uh, I found one where if you jumped in it and it would look perfectly normal, right? And you had to just sort of know that there was a trap there. Um, uh-huh. so I grabbed the wand and this wave of acid comes through, and you're like, "Oh no!" And it's the super bad acid where um, it it sort of like almost instantaneously kills you. But it, on top of that, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't get killed by the acid, and then a wave of fire comes in, burning off the acid, and then um, that, that was a bad trap. There was a lot of traps that would you was in a pool of uh, oil, and then when you picked it up, it would just set the oil on fire. So you had. That's the one that I found. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was something else until someone on my stream said, "No, that was a trap." I was like, oh, okay. yeah. I'll keep an eye out for what I don't know. What it looks like. Next yeah, time. that. Uh, it's just it was like it wasn't very uh, um, it wasn't very common to find the traps, but um, you could actually tell. Yeah. Uh, if you looked, which I didn't a lot of time, uh, you could actually see that there's a mechanism <laughs> to fire off the trap near the wand or the potion or whatever you're getting. Hmm. Probably pretty difficult to see considering the art yeah, style it's, with the pixels, right? Because a lot of the stuff was It was a small. box. Um, and yeah, I didn't play this in... I played this in windowed mode on my computer because, like, I didn't, I didn't have another way. Yeah. Uh, it was just a box. So, 
Just a box. Just like any other other boxes yeah, you just can like, find. No, no, no. It had like a, a box and it had like another box inside of it. So it kind of looked like something. Yeah. Um, But I couldn't really. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's I couldn't really. <laughs> um. So a bit of a technical issue with uh, Leo's internet going out, but he'll be back soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there anything else that, that stood out to you for this game? Um, no, I think we actually pretty much covered it. I mean, ranging from, from all the different runs that I did with from the difficulty to how the wands worked and what you could get, I felt like I, you know, I, I, I played it to the point where I was starting to see repeats mm-hmm. of everything, right? Like, so I saw a lot of the, the, the same spells or something, a lot of the same wands um, after, you know, so many mm-hmm. runs. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you do. I mean, you get a different combinations. You can play with them a little bit. A lot of the... Um, more unique spells seem to be from buying, from purchasing everything, which was interesting, as well as the perks. Like I feel like I, every time mm. I went to go get a perk, was it was something different, and that was kind of cool. Um, My favorite perk was the uh, gambling perk. Did you see that one? No, I did not. So it's a it's two set of uh, d6, right? Yeah. So it looks like gambling dice. Yeah. Uh, with the red ones, um, and <laughs> you it would basically like, hey, you have a chance for the perks not to disappear when you get a perk. Uh, yeah. so you grab it and then there's a chance right then and there to pick up the, one of the other two perks. <laughs> um, and then in the next floor, like right, you, you can pick, pick up, perk, up another one. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a random chance. Yeah. I made the mistake so, of like going to the perks and like, I looked at the reroll thing and I was like, reroll like, okay, does that mean I can pay more to have like pay 200 to get another perk? So I bought the perk and then I paid 200 and then nothing happened. And I was like, Reroll, got it. If you don't like any of them, you'd pay that, and then it goes up mm-hmm. to four hundred. I'm like, oh come on, what the heck? <laughs> it would have been nice, like if we like yeah. one just. I mean, yes, that was my bad because I just it's a reroll. It makes sense, but it would be nice to get the description or to you know not get chipped out of the money if you already picked up a perk. <laughs> um, I don't know how or why it happened. I can't. I never reuse the reroll. Um, I just never found like. I like I'd want to waste the yeah. money to do that. No. Uh, I'd rather just pick what's there and mm-hmm. just sort of move on. Um there was one part uh where so you know when you pick a perk and you fly up the rocks kind of fall yeah. so you can't go back. Um I don't remember what the situation was, but I had found and maybe it was because <laughs> I broke the crystal again. You didn't learn that from the first time. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I just wanted to see because I didn't feel like anything really happened other than there was just a lot of enemies, yeah. and I thought maybe that was it. Um, um, some, like, super invincible dude Ooh. started attacking me inside of the base. Yeah, I've heard of that. Inside of the shop. And I was like, I, and I, I don't know what it was. Or I, like, I, I just remember when you were talking about the reroll system because it's, um, he basically chased me. And I was like, uh, uh, I just sort of dodged around mm. him because I noticed I wasn't hurting him. Um, and got my stuff. I didn't even buy at the shop. Uh, I just like got my perk and then just sort of flew up real quick to sort of get away. And the rocks falling actually killed him and he dropped a lot of money. So I went back down <laughs> and, and I had a drill and I actually drilled through and got the money. That's nuts. Yeah, I never encountered <laughs> anything like that. But I heard there's a bunch of, there's a quite a few things that can happen in the safe zones, which is, 
ironic considering their safe zones. <laughs> right. Yeah, which is yeah, kind of weird. But yeah. yeah, that that was that's all I had really for the game. Uh I'm sure Leo might have had something else, but we'll we'll see if you know he gets back in before yeah, you can always <laughs> we wrap get it his up. thoughts and patch it in too. Yeah, that's true too. Um one thing I wanted to say, and unfortunately that Leo isn't here to hear it, uh, he talked about randomization being one of the things. I think one of the very few ways that randomization has been done well and uh, in a series is the Diablo games with randomizing mm. their uh, terrains. So when you go back through, everything's new or you got to refine it or whatever. So you, you do a lot of exploring mm-hmm. as a result of necessity. And the Diablo series does that very well. And uh, by example, Pathfinder, not Pathfinder, Path of Exile, very close in name. Yeah, In very similar situations to their parent game. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so like uh, uh, Path of uh, Exile does this very well with their random terrains also. So I don't. But I feel like those are really the only times that they're used. That randomization is very used very well in a game, aside from loot. Um, yeah, because not having randomized loot in a game kills it for me. Yeah, like, you ever that. remember yeah. Boulder's Gate Dark else. Alliance back in the day? <laughs> that didn't have loot randomization. Everything was set as to what you get and where you get it, and that sort of killed the replayability for me personally. Um, because it was like, okay, I'm just playing the same yeah. game with Well, and there's something to be said with randomization now, like for something in a roguelike, too. Because, I mean, in this Why one, you I could tell this? there was some randomization. At least I felt there was with the way the layouts mm. were, right, as you came down. But the but it was nice knowing oh, yeah, that certainly. the, yeah, like, just... kind of the end where you're going to to get to the next level was in the same general area. Usually the first world was down and to the right a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it was nice having that kind of a guide. Yeah. Well, there's there's always uh, multiple portals, I figured yeah, out. Of course, um, of course. Because one sure. of them was hidden in lava one time. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'll try to get... Nope, I died. Yeah. <laughs> and then I figured out later on that there's always multiple ones. Um, so Leo just we popped can. back in, thankfully, for his internet. Um, <laughs> Theoretically, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um so uh we were just wrapping up is there anything else you had to say about the game no not really mostly what i had was just that what i've already said there should have been some more intention Mm -hmm. instead of just relying on the procedural generation and Mm -hmm. if they had done that i probably would have enjoyed it more right um the the thing that i was saying just before you pop back is i uh, procedural generation and to your point, VT, that it is does work well in roguelikes. That's their whole point. Yeah. Um, but my favorite use of procedural generation has always been the ARPG Diablo games, right? Uh, or, as a result, also Path of Exile, where they randomize the areas. Um, yeah. And I feel that's been sort of like the safest and sort of most useful use of randomization for a game is sort of map designed because it causes you to... <sighs> to explore a bit more um diablo 2 has less randomization than diablo 1 um and i don't really i didn't have enough experience with path of exile to know how in depth the path uh the, the randomization was i do know it, not it's it was it was pretty much the same as diablo so, yeah 2's. diablo 2 tier yeah, it was, I mean, that's what it was based off of and it it, it, it did it well 
there's like some there's like path has like some anchor points but like i can like when i'm leveling and stuff i know the layouts of how they're at and like the start and end point of most zones are going to be in the same way how you get through them is going to be fairly similar Mm. with some minor variations and so the the procedural generation is there but it's not very heavy it's a pretty tight use of some Mm. tile sets yeah, and I feel like that's like that's actually closer to Diablo three, honestly, because Diablo three has a very tight use of different tiles, and so they sort of piece it together. Um, it's different, but it's pretty predictable mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, um, which you know what uh, works. <laughs> um, okay, um, so that wraps us up for uh, Noida. Uh, Noida, there you go. I was supposed to say Noir. I, I like. I don't know why I got it. Uh, we were talking about Spider Verse today. Maybe it was the Noir Spider Man that got me confused. Anyways, so good. Um, so uh, final thoughts uh, for me is I enjoyed the game quite a bit. Uh, I will probably play it here and there. Probably not as often because I uh, will be playing some other things. Like we'll be talking about here in a second uh, what we're going to be playing this month of uh january um leo what do you feel you gonna i put it down or yeah i'm probably not gonna pick it back up again like there's <laughs> even if i want a roguelike there's just better roguelikes sure that i would wa- want to play instead yeah i could you know mm-hmm. try my hand yeah. at darkest dungeon again yeah like i i'd be 10 times more down to make another ftl run than i would be to pick this game back up. oh man don't i mean i love ftl <laughs> don't get me wrong uh I like their other game, Into <laughs> the Breach, so much better. Uh, oh yeah, no. Uh, I I don't actually don't have stats for my Darkest Dungeon anymore. I was looking because I know I put a crap ton of hours on my computer for it. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Oh, okay. I only put eighteen hours on this copy, but my Steam copy maybe has more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know on both Steam and good old games, like both. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hmm. uh, so VT, you obviously put it down forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I returned it um, after putting in what I felt was yeah. sufficient time into it. Um, I thought it was really cool the first like hour. Like I was like, because everything's new. It's like, oh, this is exciting. This is fun. And then, you know, for all the reasons I said before, like some of the physics things were a little too over the top, leaning towards like game was already mm-hmm. difficult. Didn't need to be this much, you know, or this big of an explosion or produce this much fire. And then really just the, the one system that was meant to give you a fighting edge and get through it was, was really butchered. I, I, I don't feel like they put enough thought or, you know, tweaking into that system. And overall, I, I think the whole theme of the game to me just felt like it didn't value the user's time. Right. And in a roguelite, you know, there's a careful balance of that, right? Yeah. It, this game didn't offer the breadcrumbs to keep me going. I had no reason, no no will to want to play another round after so long because it's like, well, you know, like it's it's I'm gaining some knowledge and experience, but like I said, the enemy variation was just so little. It's like I'm not really learned. Like I know, like using a roguelite, I can tell why I died. Like mm. oh, I I was too close to this enemy or got this or didn't play it right. This was usually just like uh, you just it was. Oh, I stepped on a randomness. bomb I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, I turned a corner, there were three turrets and three bomb guys. It's like, that's why I died. It wasn't really my fault, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what sets this roguelite apart from others. So 
I, I no. There's many, <laughs> many better roguelites out there. Uh, Mana Spark is one I've been playing recently on the Switch, and I've absolutely been loving it. Um, yeah, I have not been playing a lot of roguelites lately. Uh, it's not one of my favorite genres in, in general. I think the one I put the most time into recently uh, was Slay the Spire. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that, I've heard good things about that one, too. Uh, that's pretty good. Although I beat it, like, uh, there's the basically get up, like once you beat it with a character, you can ascend them however many levels up, up, up and up, up to 15. I think it gets harder each time. And I just didn't feel the use for beating it again with every character. So that's fair. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's, uh, Noita for you. And, um, this next, uh, game that we're going to be playing is, um, Blood Bowl 2. And I've talked a little bit about this on Twitter, and I've been trying to get it going. I think so far we've got six people involved, and what we're going to be doing is a, is a Blood Bowl League. Um, so we're going to try to play matches with each other, and I'm actually going to be setting that up tomorrow um, so that you guys know, and the maybe this will be out tomorrow also, so maybe today this will be up with the details of how to join the League and everything. Um... So yeah, Blood Bowl, um, strategy, turn-taking RPG, football. Such an odd combination. It's fun. <laughs> it's amazing. I have played uh, Cards on the Table. I've played this game before and a lot, and I've watched a lot of YouTube on it. So I'm actually very knowledgeable about this game. Um, that doesn't mean I'm great. Don't, don't take that for me being like going to mop the floor with people. I've already skirmished my brother with one of the team that I made. Um, your teams actually level up during the season and that kind of stuff too. So you'll actually have players that will become better with each game. Um, so that that's part of the experience too, is playing multiple games. They can take a long time sometimes, but we will coordinate on who's going to play one, who's going to play who, when I think the game randomizes that, but I don't think it's, I don't think all of us have to sit down and play at once. I think we can play at our leisure against each other. I could be wrong, (laughs) And if I am wrong, then we'll just organize it that way and make our own bracket and whatnot. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, it's going to be on um, Steam uh, in case anyone does want to follow along. And um, you can contact me on Twitter at HunterSubPod uh, if you want to get details. We did have a couple of people contact me on Twitter who are part of the league now. Uh, I think at least two people that were like not part of the podcast before that were like, yeah, let's get me in. Uh, including my brother who's going to be playing also, but my brother's on off and on the podcast. So he kind of doesn't count. (laughs) 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 So yeah. Um, anyways, uh, thanks for listening guys. Uh, again, it's sports one at Hunter sub pod. Uh, and you can see me doing a lot of more D and D ecologies again, the, probably getting one out a week at this point so because it didn't last week because i was sick but it's starting up again um so uh i'll see you guys on the next side quest and on that side quest where will you be leo Uh, i'm at the leo riser on twitter and you'll mostly just see me retweeting random DD and magic stuff yep kind of consumes most of my free time I understand this, except for the magic part. Uh, <laughs> I still keep paying attention to magic. I don't play as often as I used to, though. Um, and Vengeful Torture, where are we going to find you? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Vengeful Torture. Same thing for uh, YouTube and Twitch. And I'm probably going to be uh, 
in Monster Hunter again. They're slowly releasing some trickles of content, so I've been hopping back in, doing some armor videos, and just kind of having fun with that. I'm glad someone is, because Safijiva killed the game for me. End of story. Hate it. We can have an offline discussion about that. I think we're about on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a big thing about uh, the weekly show I just released. Is, uh, had fun with it, but thanks, guys. So just shot it. Yep. Yep.